what we have going on here is um, our first book review. And it's for Noah Lemelson's The Sightless City. Oh, uh, I like that cover. So, yeah. It's a really cool cover with some really cool artwork here. Um, it's from Tiny Fox Press. And this is supposed to street July 20th. So, because it's not out yet, um, and I'd mentioned this to you before, it's going to be really tough to talk about. I hate spoilers on stuff like this. Um, so, it's going to be a little bit of a different review from us. Normally, you throw up the spoiler tag, and we just spill the beans. Um, but since this hasn't even come out yet, I don't want to do that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read a synopsis. You can see typically you'll have a synopsis on the back of the book, but this is a reader copy, so it's blank. Um, but when they asked us if we wanted to review this, they sent a synopsis in that request. Uh, so I'm going to read that, and then we'll get into some of my thoughts on the book. Um, it opens with a quote. This close to the wastes, there's always something dark and dreadful hiding just beneath one's sight. Kidnapping, enslavement, murder, those are only the tip of the iceberg when it comes to actions some will take to protect their interest in aether oil, the coveted substance that fuels the war-torn city of Huel. As both veteran and private investigator Marcel Talwar knows this firsthand, and he likes to think he'd never participate in such things. However, that naive idea comes to a crashing end when he takes on a new case that quickly shatters his worldview. A trail of evidence points to someone in Marcel's inner circle who's using him as a pawn to conduct grisly experiments. Experiments that could lead to genocide. Now Marcel is more determined than ever to discover who's pulling the strings to this sinister plot. But the further he gets, the larger the target on his back becomes. And it's not long before Marcel has to ask himself how much and how many he's willing to sacrifice to get to the truth. So, yeah. Um, when we got the request, that that hooked me. You know, it was one of those things where I was like, all right, yeah, I'm, I'm wanting to read this. Um, the, I really like the ending of this book, all right? And I talked about it briefly, um, with a friend of mine that I went to college with, and I kept, I kept referring to the, uh, the parts of the story as scenes, because it's that well-written. You know, that, that this is something that as I was reading it, I was like, this should be a streaming show. I, I I don't even know that you would want it to be a movie because there's so much to unpack and there's so much scenery here. Um, I think you'd want to really play with this and stretch it out to the point that it's all the details there that you can get into it. So I think a series is probably best. Um, the two things that I always get hung up on with any novel is dialogue 
and just how the novel is written, right? The the general narrative. The dialogue in this is really, really good. Um, it It's very well written. It flows. The narrative flows as well. And what they did here that I really like, I don't I don't know if this was an author decision or if this was a publisher decision. All the chapters are fairly short. Like you're looking at like seven to 10 page chapters. So it's a really easy book to pick up on a lunch break or whatever and just knock out a chapter and then go back to work. You know what I mean? Um, but to give you an idea of the writing, there's a character hero here, Sylvain. She's a feral. There are all sorts of, of, of people and all sorts of living things wandering around this world. And um, she's a feral. She plays a really interesting role in this story. And I just want to read a paragraph here just to give folks an idea of how the writing is in this and how, how good it is. Sylvain wasted a moment of free time to manage her reflection. Brown hair sprouted from head to toe, a thick mat of it, which she patted into place. She studied the ends of her ears, which were better suited to a cat or coyote, with eyes that reflected moonlight if she stayed out late. Her nose was not overly hideous, but it harassed her daily with the detailed knowledge of every oil-slick, pollen grain, or sex-laced sweatshop staining a student's undershirt. When she stared too long at herself, she couldn't help but forgive her bully's cruelty. The jokes and taunts came so easily. Instead, she gazed to her clothes, her tight-fitting shirt, her workwoman's coat, with the hammer and gear pin of the engineer's guild on the lapel. It was the machines you made, not the blood you bled, that were the credentials of an engineer. She told herself this every morning. Maybe one day she'd be able to believe it. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. Um, people have to read this book. Read the book. It's it's phenomenal. I think this gets optioned. Like I think the book is that good. I think this gets optioned, and uh, and this shows up on a streaming service, maybe in a theater, if they decide to do a movie. But I think it's that good. Ooh, I like that. Now. Do you see this book continuing on, or do you think it's going to be like a standalone book, uh, I, just a one and done? That's what I'm curious about. I think this is going to be, um, I would think it'll be ongoing. It it definitely has the ability to, even even if even if you take I don't know if you're familiar with Anne Rice's books, like the Vampire Chronicles and stuff like that. No, I'm not familiar um, with them. What she did with her world is she started off telling this narrative that flowed from Lestat and Louis and those characters from Interview with the Vampire. But then she would break off and she would stop focusing on Lestat to tell the story of a supporting character that we met a book or two earlier. Certainly things like that could be done with this because there's just so many interesting characters there. So, yeah. Hmm. Now, Chris, what is your grade, your nerd-wide grade for this? 
for this, um, we're gonna give it. Like I said, I really like it. I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with an A minus on this. A minus is is where I'm coming in, and one of the only things is, um, and this is not just a complaint. It's not really a complaint. It it's my own ignorance, really. But um, with this book and with some others, is the fact that there's names in here that I have trouble with. <laughs> And a pronunciation key or something from any publisher would be great when right. when you're reading something like that. Um, it bothers me more because I usually, and that's one thing that takes me so long to read this, is I like to read out loud. I don't read to myself very often. So it bothers me more when I'm trying to pronounce a word and can't pronounce it. Right. That's a very minor minor gripe uh, and like i said it's my own ignorance more than anything and not knowing how to pronounce some of those words so or some of those names but yeah an a minus on this you know if if i were giving it a star grade it'd be four and a half out of five like i'm i'm coming in strong on this absolutely mm -hmm.